Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome back to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. I'm Mark. Ryan is at the other end of the mic. How are you doing tonight, Ryan? Hey, guys. Um, last week... We haven't talked in a while. We have like a list of movies that we have not talked about that, that that's easily a mile long at this point. Uh, but for uh, for for sake of time, let's let's talk about the two big titles that released last week, and that would be the sixteenth of June. Uh, two distinctly different movies: Elemental from Disney Pixar and The Flash from Warner Brothers in DC. Uh, they finished one two at the box office, I think if I recall yes. correctly. Um, but with the caveat that neither lived up to projections or expectations or hopes uh, in terms of dollars. So um, that that seems to be a recurrent theme with certain companies and types of films right now. So let's, um, let's, let's talk about them and, and see if we think they're good movies or not, regardless of box office. Uh, and let's start with the fun family film first. There's my alliteration for the day, apparently. Uh, Disney Pixar's Elemental. Uh, we did not see this at the same time. I think you saw this with a with a um, an open audience. Yes, with yeah. kids. Yes, with with, yeah. with with all those those normal people. With all those normal people. I, I actually I think it was open when I went and saw it too, but I actually don't remember how many kids were in there if there were. So. Uh, this is an original IP. This is not Toy Story 6. This is not Cars 5. This is not any of that. Uh, this is a story of elements that live in Element City uh, and Earth, Air, Fire, and Water all trying to coexist to a point. Um you know, last year Disney had Lightyear, which they thought they was going to do great, uh, and it 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 didn't do as good as we've become accustomed to uh, Disney Pixar films doing. Um, this one is a little under again. Uh, there was a lot of stuff going in. Well, not a lot of stuff. This one didn't really get a lot of buzz coming in, which is an also unusual for a Disney Pixar film. Yeah, no, it's it, it, it's. I would say that. It's it's been under promoted, uh, you know. Um, no, I, but maybe maybe they maybe ultimately they decided to save money. Like you know, I don't know. It it could be. I would like to say that the the one trailer that was out there, um, was not the movie, at all. The the meet cute, you know, the rom com meet cute on the subway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. N- never nothing close to that. Uh, in in the film whatsoever, uh, which I found weird. So it's almost like that trailer was a proof of concept for some of the graphical stuff. And then they decided to make a movie, and then decided not to use that bit. I don't know, uh, but it is it is about uh, a, a fire family, uh, immigrants from the fire land to Element City, um, yeah. and so this couple starts a fire shop. And have a daughter, Ember, uh, who is our main character here. And she encounters the water guy, Wade, uh, through a weird accident. And um, this is kind of a rom-com, but barely in a lot of ways. Um, it's not super. Wild. Yeah, I mean, it, it's. No, well, no, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's 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 really kind of a simplistic sort of thing. Um, there's there's not a lot of layers really there. Um, you know, basically, nobody likes fire because they burn uh, things. 
Yes, because they they have the you know. Yes, you know, it, it, so water and and land get along, and uh, air fits in there just fine. But yes, yeah, so, so fire is kind of this, the the outsider, and um, but I, I mean, it's you know, and obviously there's a metaphor going on there, but it's not that difficult to see what they're saying. Um, no, it's it, I don't know. I I I find this more more so than a, a, a rom-com to be like a family comedy in the, not so much a comedy. We'll call it a family drama, I guess. Uh, like, cause Ember is the child of immigrants and she, basically the whole mer- movie is her coming to grips with whether or not she wants to take over the family business Yeah, because she's never really thought of anything else. Because it's just that the expectation has always been. So, yeah. So, I mean, like a lot of immigrant families, you know, they come, they start a business, they become moderately successful or more successful, and then their kids have to make a choice. Um, But their kids aren't from the old country. They're from the new country. And so they maybe, you know, or they they do have a different worldview than their family. So it's there's a lot of that going on. Um, a lot of people really don't like this. I, I, I don't think it's bad. But, well, no, I don't. I don't think it's bad. I, I, uh, I, I don't think, think it's, it's top great. shelf. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's it, it it doesn't feel very progressive in any way um you know you know it doesn't feel like it's pushing the envelope in any way i think i think you know it's has the unfortunate place in being the film that that followed um up spider-man you know, uh, into, yeah or across the across the spider-verse which is a very adventurous um you know movie um, and so when you get a film like this that, that feels really safe, um, it, it doesn't feel quite like a Pixar film. No, um, I mean, and, but it th- this isn't necessarily made for the same audience as Across the Spider-Verse. But it's not, no. necess- well, it's not necessarily made for little kids. No. Kids, um, but not little kids. Yeah. I, I, think, I think for me, what... The, the downfall of this this um, movie is probably the emotional involvement because there's not a lot of that. Um, you know, uh, usually if, if a Pixar film, uh, you know, they're they're notable in that uh, you know five minutes in you're you're into the characters and yeah. you know you're re- you know whatever it takes it, it does whatever it needs to do to get you into those characters and this one. I don't know that you ever really, you know, uh, it doesn't draw you in in the same way. No, and, and the really the only character that is kind of developed in close to the classic Pixar manner, I guess, is is Ember. Um, yeah. Wade is a he's a placeholder. Uh, yeah, they needed I mean, someone yeah. opposite. Yeah, they they needed uh, the star-crossed lovers aspect. Um, you and know, that's not uh, super developed. No, no, it's not, it's it's you know it's it's uh, you know I think I, I, yeah I get what they're doing with the the elements and you know whatnot, but it, it feels it feels a little too simplistic. Um. I guess I don't know. I mean, no, I, it is. It I, is. I, it's, it's it's simple enough that that little kids can get it, you know. It, but it's not so complex that that they can't be involved in it. Um, yeah, but it's it, not so simplistic that you can't watch it as an adult and not you know gouge your eyes out. Sure, sure. You know, I mean, it's. I guess you know it's it's funny because it, it it feels like to me like it belongs in sort of the inside out universe um but it, it feels like the like the first draft of something rather than whereas inside out i think feels a lot more 
polished. Uh, yeah, substantial. Like there's there's something you know really there, um, and this just kind of feels like not necessarily you know like the Cars too. It's I don't think it's that soulless, but um, it's it's missing that whatever that thing is that that made a Pixar movie different from a Disney film. Yeah. Um, right right now. I don't know that there's a lot. Like, if you were to do a quiz and say, okay, was this Pixar or Disney over the last couple of years of release, I probably wouldn't get them all correct. Right. Because the, it, it's become almost where the, the, they're the same sort of thing. There's no distinct identity for Pixar or for Disney. Right. It's all sort of the same stuff. Yeah, I mean, um, we don't we don't talk about the the behind the scenes stuff a lot, but but I, I've mentioned once or twice, maybe with you, maybe with some other other people, um, about how I had read uh, Bob Iger's book, uh, Ride of a Lifetime, and there's uh-huh. a whole there's a whole segment devoted to when they buy Pixar and when they buy Lucasfilm, and when he's buying Pixar, he in the book uh, which came out in 2019. I believe uh, he he talks about how you know the huge part of the selling point for him to convince Apple to sell Pixar oh. was that we don't we need Pixar to be Pixar we 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 don't want to buy it and undo what makes Pixar great and make yeah. you know and and but we need you to come in and and you know we want your people to help Disney Animation become Disney Animation again but Pixar needs to stay Pixar. And and truth be told, they have not stuck to that idea. I don't know. I would. Yeah, it is a homogenous animated mass. Hmm. And and I think that's the problem. I think I think they they bought Pixar. They let it run for a while. And then Disney corporate creep. Um, You know, uh, you know, executive bleed. From one to another, you know, it, 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 that's really boring movie talk. But when it yeah. affects the, when it affects the, you know, the 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 output, uh, you know, you, you kind of have to look at it. And I think I think that's what happened. Um, d- Pixar needs to be spun out. It either needs to be bought by someone else, or Pixar just needs to be spun out and be Pixar again, a solo yeah. entity. Uh, and that's the only way I think Pixar can can get back. Right now, they're Disney. Pixar is a label. You know, it's like you know, Searchlight. Now that they've bought Twentieth Century, you know, that's it's just it's just another it's just another word they could put over the title of a movie. Sure. And sure. I, and I, I again, it, it, this is really boring movie talk, but it's it's stuff that I think applies. Um, but like I said. I, in 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 all honesty, I don't think this is a bad film. I think there's there's a uh, the the visuals are very much more Pixar than Disney, um, but they're not. Again, they're not top tier Pixar. Um, I actually found a lot of their lighting effects in this, in terms of of embers fire and the those times when they would like refract it or amplify it through water or glass. I thought those effects were great. Um, the 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 thing I didn't think, or the thing I didn't like about the effects was uh, the water people were not nearly as good as the water water in this movie. And it's like, no, yeah. you, no you, I, you you have to have a comparable level of quality between those two, and this doesn't have it. Yeah, I you know I hadn't really thought about it, but you, you're right. It's uh, you know. If you have, maybe you know, yeah. If you're going to have actual water and then water people and have them not have the same sort of characteristics, that that is a that is probably a shortcoming. Um, really, have I mean, obviously, there's air, but air is nothing like the physical air. Air, you know, the the, the physical version of air is clouds, right? Uh, which can be dispersed and, and yeah. often are. Yeah, and often, you know, so, you know, uh, yeah. I, I, so I, I think, yeah, the, 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 the animation isn't bad by, you know, 
any sort of standard, but it's also, again, uh, it's it's just not all the thought all the way through. Yeah, um, I think they were so worried about the fire. It that- just it just doesn't feel. I don't know. Yeah, but but then fire should exist, right? I mean, fire. There should be fire as a wildness, as right? There, and as, it's as, not. It exists only as a people. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. I I think again it goes back to the, just the sense that they they didn't think all their you know or didn't put the same doesn't feel like the idea was as good as it needed to be. Yeah. Like it, um, it, they, they got it good enough. They thought. Yeah, and I don't think, and I think that's what has traditionally separated Pixar from Disney. Uh, you know, from the time Disney was buying Pixar, when you know, even Iger admitted, you know, Disney animation was in the crapper. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, but but yeah, so that that's that's part of the problem. Um, before we move on to the other big movie last week, The Flash, mm-hmm. um, let me let me just come. I, I want to get your opinion on the short film before this oh, one, um, yeah. Carl's Date takes place in the uh, up universe yeah i, I kind of hated it oh thank god i thought it was just me no um i found it i i mean i get what they're doing well here's here's part of my problem with it it's it's really a doug a doug short mm-hmm. um it, it may be uh, you know the doug the dog right and uh i, I it, it just doesn't feel like there's a, a reason for it other than the, than, you know, it's, we like the up universe. We want to kind of work at that space again. Um, I don't know that it necessarily is disrespectful or I don't, it just feels unnecessary. That like, See that it, my, uh, my problem is that it feels, it's like they've, they undid that love story that everyone sites the best part the yeah, best part the best of part. Uh, i mean it, it, i mean it's a meme people you know that you can throw up a picture of of carl and ellie and yeah. you know my favorite caption is still a better love story than twilight yeah you know yeah. and it's and it true still a better love story than a lot of things um well and and i think it's a weird thing in that so it, essentially the, the narrative is a woman wants to go on a date with carl Yes. And so he has to decide: is how is this something I want to do? Um, and and then when he's decided that yes, I think I'll do it, it's him not knowing how to go on a date, right? But but you never actually go on the date, no. Um, you know, so thank I, God I just, they didn't do that. I mean, it's well, this, it's yeah. bad enough. I I just I just didn't. I I guess you know. I mean, I, I, I holds uh, up. I mean, I think up is one of the best films ever made. You know, uh, and and to get it a kind of a a cheap. Uh, I don't know. I don't think it was. I just I just don't think it was necessary. And I think that. Uh, it, it kind of. It, well, I I kind of like arms. I like when they grab the little, I mean that when they're just these little isolated one offs like Bow, or yeah. the one uh, the one with the raccoons. Yeah. Uh, which I was that before Lightyear. No, it wasn't before Lightyear. But it, I don't know. But you know, but like Bow and that, that one, was, and, might, and, and the yeah, uh, Piper, yeah. you know, little Sandpiper. <laughs> That's yeah. those are what they those shorts should be, um, and and I think Carl's date was just a that was, it looked it it looked like up, um, but it didn't need to be there. It didn't feel like up though. No, but it didn't. Yeah, it didn't feel like up. So yeah, it looked it, it definitely looked like it, but it just it it didn't have, you know. And I think this that's the danger. You know, they, they, everyone's talking about well, okay, Disney's going to need to go and they're going to have to make a lot more sequels and they're going to have to, you know, go and live in these established universes. And, yeah. you know, some of those pretty darn good the where, the, where you left them. Yep. Um, and I, I get that this is a money-making thing and they want to, you know, uh, it's a business. Yeah. And, but I just... 
I think it's if you're not pre, you know, and and I don't I don't know what the answer is because yes, obviously, Elemental underperformed. If you go, I mean, it it did a drive by like thirty million. Yep, twenty um, twenty nine and a half. I think is what they finished it at. Yeah, Just something. So, I mean, it's, ridiculous. It, 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 which is not good at all, really. Right. But I think we also have to look at what Disney did to themselves during the pandemic, um, and how they have set up. They, they essentially set up their theatrical releases to fail because they were putting them on Disney Plus so quickly mm-hmm. that, that there wasn't, you know, a motive. There wasn't a reason to really go to the, you know, there was an excuse to not go to the theater, yeah. essentially. Uh, you know, uh, so if you if you need an excuse, they gave it to you. Yep. Um, and I think what they found is that, and, and, and this is not just them, but I think this is everybody, is the the revenue that they thought that they would get from from their streaming platforms didn't turn out to be what they thought it would be. Yep. And so they invested all this money they planned on losing a certain amount of money, but recouping that in, in and they suddenly realized um, by not licensing out some of their 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 product, they're not in the, they're not paying to have it on theirs. Right. They're also not getting paid. Right. To have it on on a streaming service. So I, I think it, it, they kind of took a model that was working really well when you just had a couple yep. streaming services and they broke it into a million pieces and it just doesn't work like it should. Yeah. I'm waiting for news of like AMC and Cinemark to come out jointly and say, we're not going to show any film unless the studio guarantees a six month from release date before streaming. Because you know, because it's been like thirty days, forty five days, and they've been changing it yeah. per film, yeah. and it's like theaters just need to come out and go, nah, six months. Well, I, I, I think that it's going to become a necessary thing because they're just not making money. Yeah, you know, they're, you're, you're, they're spending, you know, large amounts of money on a variety of projects, and they're getting very little return for those projects. Um, because it, it's, you know, it, it's even worse than, than, I mean, it's essentially, uh, our whole thing is shifted to, you know, it was going this way, and we know that, but uh, the, the, the opening weekend was your, that was it, that was your shot. Yeah. And the problem now is, is your opening weekend, it, the, the, it just, people aren't going to a lot of these films for reasons that, that, that it's probably a combination of a lot of things, but you know, you're, they're losing money on everything. Yep. Um, well, I, well, let, well, let's, let's remember that the, it's not about the movies. It's about the movies. Um, it's because movies are, some movies are making money. Yeah. Hand over and, and, fist. And, and the, the, so the question becomes, why are these movies making money? Um, you know, why, why, you know, and, and why is it at this point in the year we have one film that, that's gone over a billion? Um, Mario? And it was a Mario, yes, 1.3, which is, um, you know, we're talking worldwide box office yeah. here. Um, but, and that's like, Five hundred thousand more than Guardians, which is the second film. Yeah, um, which so, which is considered in a know, lot of ways I, I, not that profitable. No, profitable because when you when your when your films cost two hundred and fifty million to make, two hundred and fifty million to, to promote. Yep, and your theatrical run is less than six weeks. There's not a lot of time to recoup anything there. No, you know we they they've they've unfortunately they've we, we've been conditioned to to not go to theaters to a certain extent and encouraged in many ways because well for a while we couldn't right I don't I, I think and and so the so the streaming system didn't actually get better no and wasn't the remedy 
I mean, it, it, it was a necessity at one point, but uh, it's really messed up the industry. Um, but I think it's it just accelerated. The, you know, we I think the industry was in trouble, uh, and we we had talked about this going into the pandemic prior to the pandemic that you got to make some films that are five to ten million dollar films. Yep, because. You gotta. I mean, you know, the risk. The risk of just doing two hundred million dollar films. That's all you're doing. You're you're killing your 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 chances. Um, and it's only gotten more that way. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know, it, it, it's it's scary because you look at certain films and it's like, well, if you made that for ten, you could have got back that 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 you could have recouped, but because you did. 50 spent 50 on it and doesn't necessarily look like a 50 million dollar film right they're never going to make any money on it well and let's Um, you know i mean we we've had we've had uh you know horror you know normally a moneymaker so we've had boogeyman mm -hmm. we're going to have insidious Mm -hmm. three Mm -hmm. uh how did it how did how did boogeyman do it made it did okay it made its money but i think boogeyman yes but i think boogeyman was also a little more costly than it, it needed to be. Um, I, I, I think if you kind of broke it down, but I, you know, it wasn't like a five million dollar film. I think it was more like a twenty million dollar right. film. Um, and as much as I'd like to say, yeah, that's I don't know. Yeah, you just you you've, you know, I the, the, when you look at let's just a twenty four is a darling. Everyone loves a twenty for the most part. Four. The majority of A24 films are produced outside of the, they're more of a distribution arm. Right. They're, you know, they're made by, um, there's, there's a lot of them, you know, they're not the primary financer, or if they are, it's, it's a very, you know, uh, cost effective, right. you know, thing. And so when they, they have a movie that's a huge hit, they're making hundreds, you know, I mean, that in, yeah. The everything everywhere all at once made a ton of money, not just because it did really well at the box office, but because it wasn't that expensive to begin with. And so the reward and risk is, you know, it's a different sort of thing. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 but so I think the problem is, is I think that can you make ele- elemental for less than 200 million? Can you do that? Yes. Are you capable of doing that? Wow. Because if, if 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 you are, maybe that you know, it's not that you shouldn't be making all these films. It's you, you should be being more cost effective with what you're making. Yep. But hey, look, if you enjoy what you're seeing and hearing on the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, why not take a second to click subscribe if you're on YouTube, click follow wherever you're listening to us, uh, you know, follow us on Twitter at VS Movie Podcast, same over on Facebook. If you're on uh, Instagram, it's Visually Stunning Movie Podcast. That would be awesome for us. We appreciate you listening. And now let's get back to the show. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. So let's talk cost effectiveness. I don't know. Uh, you know but it, so, so yes, it, 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 
Uh, okay. Wait, so <laughs> let's go let, into the Flash. Let's, yeah, let's let's talk about the other big release, the the one that won the box office yeah. last week, the Flash. Sort of. Uh, yeah. Well, it did win. It did win, but it, and it's funny, but because because there are people who were like, no, 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 that that it did fine, and there were people who were like, no, this is a disaster. And I think the problem is, is you could debate both sides of this, and that's why I said it won say, the box office. Yes, yes. That's all I mean, I'm saying. Yeah. It made the most money last week. That's yes. all I'm saying. So yeah, so the, the, the Flash, and I had realized that that the before we even get into all the the Ezra Miller stuff, uh, I had realized that that this this was a holdover movie. Um, you know, it was a DC EU leftover. Yeah. From the Snyder days, um, but what I had they, forgotten they, they can't they can't say that exactly. No, they can't. But but I had forgotten that it went from from that through that transitional time when Warner got bought yeah. to now James Gunn, and then so technically this is like a three regime film. Yes, they and and they shot at least three endings, right? Um, that that were all variations on a theme, right? But the implications of those three endings uh, were, were were really quite different. Yes, that that is that's um, and, true. Uh, well, let's 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 the, the basics of the film. If you're yeah. a, a superhero person, if you, you're familiar, it's Flashpoint. Barry Allen goes yeah. back in time, stops his mother from being killed. And his father from going to prison for it, and bad things happen. And because, screws up everything. And in the process screws up everything because essentially the, the the driving force is what made Barry Allen the Flash, and it was tragedy. Yep. So uh, if you take the, the tragedy out of his life, he's not. You know, he and it, it, you know, he being a young person, I guess. You know, doesn't think that through, but well, yeah, you know, I mean, he, and, and that's discuss. Well, let's you know what, what makes Batman Batman tragedy. What makes Superman Superman yeah. tragically losing his home yeah. world? Here yeah. he wouldn't be here to be Superman. Yeah. You know, being what, an outsider, being yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, so it's, tragedy if you make is key. I mean, you go go to Marvel. What makes Tony Stark Tony Stark tragedy? What makes Captain America war? What you yeah. know. Pick one. Patriotism, but but it's but it's not it's not yes, but it's war. It's not peace. No, it's war. It's not an era of peace. It's 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 a, a young man who wants to go fight for his country, right? Because there's a horrible bad. You there's know, and, there's and bullies, but yeah, yeah. So I and, and in the Flash, um, Barry accidentally figures out he can run that fast. Um, after that weird slapstick hospital sequence, which uh, is, which it's okay, you know. I'm, I, 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 you know, I, I don't, sure, you know, there's, there's a part of me, because this, and this conversation literally happens. Uh, one of my coworkers came up to me and said, "Is, is there real? Does he really save a baby by putting it in the microwave?" Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> you know, and that's not, that's not the, the, the question I was expecting. But yeah, that, yes, it, that's exactly what he does, and a whole lot more. But I think the fun of that that sequence is that we get the 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 idea that Batman makes messes, that 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 then Barry has to come in and somehow and clean, clean up. up, and and I and I think that's actually kind of fun. Well, no, like it, it, it is, but that sequence went on maybe just a little too long. Uh, Probably, but but the idea I thought was was something that I could uh, be supportive of. Yeah, well, and then he has you know after he figures that out, uh, he talks to to Bruce about it. Which okay, so step one, uh, Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne. He, yes. he talks. Yeah, okay, so he talks to to to, to Ben Affleck to, to Batfleck, and Bruce explains it. He goes, "Why?" Do you, why would you do that? He goes. I, he goes. You know, I could save your parents. And he goes. Why? He goes. Those scars make me who I am. Yeah. They, you know. He, so. He t- it, so. So. Literally, it's 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 the it's the clearest possible setup for what you're about to experience over the next two hours. You you are told what Barry wants to do, and you are told how it can go wrong. 
Yes. Or how it will go wrong. Yeah. It, it, that setup that is given. It's like, so Barry, this is what's going to happen. Yes, but I'm smarter than you. Um, or, or I'm so emotionally blinded to the situation that I can't see your point. Yeah. So, you know, the, filled with so much grief and, and whatnot that, you know, all I've got is this attempt to, to fix thing my, I've yeah. got to do. So, uh, he, he goes back, saves his mom, but gets stuck in a, previous time when he's not the Barry Allen of now he's like 19 yeah so he he gets stuck with himself he gets stuck with himself but a younger self a younger and annoying self but this is not even the younger annoying Barry Allen from Justice League this is a completely different young and annoying Barry Allen so this This is is like the third Barry uh, Allen that Ezra Miller will have portrayed Yes. Um, now that said, I actually didn't have a problem with either of of the Barry Allen performances. Um, no, I, they they, uh, they generally worked in terms of who they were and what they were trying to do. Yeah. Barry Allen wise. Yeah. So that didn't bother me. Uh, but Barry has to um, create himself. Because if there's no Barry Allen in that time, if there's no Flash in that timeline, then bad things are going to happen. Yes. So because we were we are taken back in time to really where this version of the DC universe began, right? With with Man of Steel. Yeah. Literally. Yes. Zod is coming, or a version of Zod is coming. Yeah. Um, and so they have to save Superman. Because Superman is the only person that can beat Zod, but they can't find Superman. Which is yes, there's this, and this is to me that's the, there's this little dark space that they kind of toy with, um, and, and they sort of commit to it, but not in. I guess it, it's it's hard to you know go from that that hospital scene to something that. Has the Russia scene? I mean, it was just yeah, it's a yeah. horrific nature. Um, the, the the transition doesn't quite work. No, um, and it, and, it and if you something. if you try to break it down, it doesn't. That that I have issues with that. But so that to track down Superman, they have to find Batman. Yes, and they find Batman. Because, well, they find a Batman. A Batman, and 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 I think this is problematic too. Um. In the sense that this is the same problem that, uh, to a, a great extent, that the, the Fantastic Beasts ran into, is the moment you introduce a character that most people are more interested in than the main character, you're in trouble. Yep. Because why? You know, because you get forty percent of a Batman movie here. Yeah. And sixty percent of a Flash film, and and. It really needed to be one or the other, or you know, it, it, they it needed somehow to figure out a way to not make the audience go. You know what? I really did like, you know, Batman and Batman Returns, and man, I wish they had made the third film. And oh, this isn't quite it. Nope. But yeah, so the, this the Batman, there, if you're if you but unless you're living under a rock, it's Michael Keaton. It's Michael Keaton. Um, um, who explains the multiverse? Yes, uh, with spaghetti. Which I actually I love the fact that he echoes the Marvel multiverse layout with the spaghetti. It literally yeah. looks the same, and then he goes, "But that's not how it works." And then yeah. he goes, "This is how it works," um, and explains why he's seventy, but Barry's Bruce Wayne is fifty. Yeah. Uh, because and, that's and how time and, and works. I was going to say, and the logic behind it is as solid as it needs to be. Yes, it, it's solid enough. It works uh, in what they're doing. Uh, you know, but because it is. So there's that, and I would like to point out when we get to the end. Just remind me to comment on Barry's dad. 
because I I, I want to. I don't think anyone's talked about this. I mentioned it in my uh-huh. review, but I'll, I want to save it. I want to see what you think. Um, so they go and they find Superman in Russia, sort of. But <laughs> yeah, turns out it's not Superman. Yeah, it's Kryptonian Supergirl. Uh, but they don't know it's Supergirl. They just know that where Superman is supposed to be is this emaciated young lady. Yes. And Barry, Barry one, Barry prime, if you will, uh, makes them take her, even though she seems to have no value. He just, he, yes. he's a hero she, at this point. Barry prime needs, is a hero. She needs, she needs to be rescued. And as long as we're here, yeah. and we, you know, we should do this. Right. I, you know, I've screwed up the world enough that I, you know, and that was we're, probably we're, in the back of his mind. Just yeah. even if it wasn't conscious, I'll bet it was. So they get outside and uh uh Supergirl's been locked in a in a steel ball at the bottom of a steel bunker, at the bottom of a bigger bunker in Siberia. So in the dark. Yeah. Uh gets out into the sun. Guess what happens? Uh much like in Superman, the original Superman after nuclear, whatever the explosion was, he's up in space, touches the sun or after, you know, man of steel, after the, the world engine explodes and he touched fingers. It's the, it's the recharging. Yes. The recharging. Uh, and we get, uh, Kara Zor-El. So the cousin. And, and, and and to me, I, I, I don't mind that at all. I did not mind Uh, that either. We haven't even gotten because, the parts that I mind yet. Yeah, so, <laughs> there are I parts mean, that I mind. Know, that, yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, I, 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 I like the idea of that. You know, it, it, they went in search of Superman, and they found sort of they kind of did find Superman. Yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't as obvious, and it wasn't you know the. the well, they you went know, to find the only a, person that can defeat Zod. And discovered that that person didn't seem to exist in this timeline. Right. Um, you know, and, and she wasn't going to be the miracle answer. But that doesn't mean she isn't part of an answer. Right. Um, so anyway, I, 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 and I like the psychology and the. Uh, Superman's always uh, a mental thing. Um, there's always, you know, that's where Superman's weakness, outside of, you know, literally kryptonite, but he's he's unsure of himself. He's unsure of his place. He's an alien in a, in a world that he doesn't really know if he fits in. And I think of that that's an element of hers as well. Um but she's been to an even darker place. Yes. Than, she was than, not raised than, on a farm in yeah. Kansas. Yeah. Uh, so. Not even close. Uh, so she's actually filled with a lot of rage. Yes. Which she has to come to terms with. And again, I have no problem with that. So really, so yes, so now our storyline is uh, man, the Man of Steel storyline, which is stop Zod from destroying the Earth. But uh, we don't have Superman. But we don't so have Superman. Have we don't have Superman and we don't have the Batman we expected. So we're going to have to figure out, you know, we're, we have two versions of the flash. So can we take two, two versions of the flash, an old Batman and a, a unstable, untested Supergirl? Yeah. Cause she's, can a we, rookie. can we somehow, yes. Can we make, can we get, get a positive ending out of this? Because if we can't, we're not going to be able to, figure out how to undo what we've done. Yeah. Um, We've screwed everything up. We've got to get past this Zod incident somehow. Yep. That's the challenge. That's, that's what's put before them. So, yeah. So, so we can't spoil that, the ending of that timeline, because that's actually an interesting ending of how Barry has to wind up leaving that timeline. Yeah. In what condition Barry leaves that timeline. Uh, but then we get the inevitable, uh, we circle back around to how Barry got stuck in that time in the first place. We, we figure that mm-hmm. out, which is blazingly obvious. 
but yeah. it's fine. It's 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 the it's part of it's basically canon. So I was going to say that that's you know if you're going to you, you can't if I can't you're quibble gonna, it. It's canon. Yeah, well, because and and that's that that is directly it's you know I mean they didn't change that's that's you know Flashpoint was a, was written and this doesn't really mess in in that regard. Although it, uh, it does play into the the Terminator paradox. Sure. So, sure. but again, there are very few time travel movies that don't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so, but so eventually. Barry's adventures in time end, and he goes back home, which we will, we will just call home, um, and goes to his dad's parole hearing, and something else happens, because he changed something else, but he didn't change the past, he changed his present. Um, yes. But using the spaghetti model... Uh, that's not necessarily true. So we get to the third filmed ending, which we won't spoil, even though people probably already know. Um, and the film ends. Now, I, I said I was. I, I mentioned his dad, um, and I'm, I'm going to say this. I I would like to posit that even though this film has no place moving forward, um, I would also like to posit that this film does not actually exist as part of the Snyderverse. And because I say that because of using the spaghetti model of time and timelines, this is not the man of steel justice league Snyderverse because that's not Barry's dad. Any more than that. Bruce Wayne is that Bruce Wayne or that, Kryptonian is that Kryptonian. Um, so the argument can be made that this film is actually not a continuation of Justice League or that Justice League. Uh, yeah, and and yes, but and and I think what the thing is is I think it was assumed for a long time, um, and I don't know that this was actually based on anything that was. A, a, you know, officially said. Right. The thought was that this is going to um, do essentially what we everyone thought Ant Man, the last Ant Man was filmed, was where it's going to set up and make a you know, it's going to make whatever comes next clear. Right. Um, but we know that we know that can't be true, and we knew it coming into this film. So that yes, or at least we we you know again DC hasn't come out and said we're totally reba- rebooting. But you kind of know that that's almost inevitable um, of, of what you're actually, you know, of what's going to happen. The, the problem being, you can't say you're doing that when you still have Flash and Aquaman yeah. on, on the calendar, because then why do people see it? Exactly. And I, I think it, it, it speaks to the problem that we've created to a certain extent. In that, well, if the, it's not part of the big picture, why would I want to see it? Right. The problem of the interconnected universe is that once you sever the connections, is it enough to be on its own? Yeah. Um, and, and like and I said, so, my, my, I, I call this a cul-de-sac movie, and I, I, and I compare it because the, the easiest thing to compare it to is the New Mutants, which I called the redheaded stepchild of Marvel after it's, 20th it's Century even, was sold. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just it's a thing that exists that looks like yeah. a thing that we know, but yeah. not like a thing that we're going to have going forward. Yeah, I would I would be shocked if um, not just and and I would have I, I generally speaking, uh, I don't think this film. You know that took like ten years to make. Right. Um, I, I I think with each passing year, it became less and less likely to have a sequel or to continue. Right. Uh, it almost, you know, by the time it finally came out, it was it was essentially in in 
you know, uh, a worse position than even Black Widow. Um, yes. Because at least we know that, yes, Black Widow, we got that movie too late. Should have come out a few years ago. If it had, the story would have had, a, you know, would have been probably different and and arguably better. Um, but instead, we kind of go back in time a little bit to fill in a little gap. Um, but this this doesn't even do that. This is this is you know this is really an orphan. Yeah, um, it really is. It, it's just it's you know, and how much. And I think there's a part of me that do do I invest in this when I know that whatever was planned is not happening or whatever original ideas are so, you know, they're off course now that whatever the original concept was, it doesn't matter because that picture is never going to be, you know, painted. Exactly. I don't know. It's, it's, and, and I, but I also I hate I hate there's a, the, the fact that I that I, that I'm, you put that sort of pressure on a movie too though shouldn't it I mean shouldn't we be at a point where is the movie good right. is the movie enjoyable isn't that enough does it have to be part of some massive thing can't it just be it um, which is what they're trying to do you know and which is what Christopher Nolan did with the Batman films. Who is has those films have absolutely nothing to do with what happens in this film? Nope. Um, it's you know completely separate, um, and in you know every way possible. And I'm sure they they would have loved if they could have to have gotten Christian Bale to appear in this film. Okay, so just because. Yeah, let's let's talk know. about that because we get we get all kinds of cameos. Yeah. Uh, but they're all CGI cameos. And, and a lot of them are yes. Uh, well, my biggest my biggest issue is, of course, we get we get the classic Supergirl Helen Slater shows yes. up. We specifically do not get Henry Cavill's Superman, and I say specifically, yeah, because we get two other Supermen, and I really hate that they did one of them on principle for how they did it. I, it, um, it felt cheap. Well, okay. So here's, here's the thing. Uh, I think at some point this movie became, um, DC has a fairly rich cinematic and television history. Um, and so at some point it kind of became, you know, Wonder Brothers is celebrating their hundredth anniversary. Yep. And it kind of just became an anniversary project. And they stuck all this stuff in there that if you are not necessarily a, a complete hardcore Superman fan, but if you've been a fan of Superman for long enough to know about things that were made, that weren't made, projects that, you know, did happen or didn't happen or, you know, almost happened or, uh, you know, the, you're presented with kind of a celebration of, everything that that could have been and that just feels weird um and and they give a particular character far probably too much time um not that they're doing a lot but they get more time than some of the 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 real actual legacy characters just because it's cool and we can do it yeah i don't know i don't know it's said i don't mind the the one like I said, I, I did. I I I felt that the one was just really cheap, and and kind of disrespectful, and um, maybe should have felt more. They, I I think from what you did, and and again, this goes back to you. Why didn't you make a Batman film? I feel like there are things that happen on to Batman in this film that should feel differently, but but because. It doesn't really even matter in its own universe. Why does it matter in any universe? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it, there's you know, and and I don't think there's easy answers to this. Um, but I I think that there wasn't, you know, it would be interesting to see because there were numerous numerous scripts that were were written for this, and I believe they all hinged on 
some of the same stuff. But it would be interesting to see every, you know, different version of, of how they tried to go about making it matter. Right. You know, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. So, so yeah, so that was my issue. And then we get to the end and we get a third Batman. Yeah. Uh, that's the big spoiler that they didn't want us to spoil. That's the ending they changed from previous screenings up to and including April, I believe, at CinemaCon. They just didn't have that. Uh, yes, they just oh yeah. they did, they just didn't have an ending. I believe. From, yes. Okay, so yeah, so so yes, that would have been so we got the third of three post scripts. Yes, um, and there is uh, there is amazingly a credit scene, mm, which brings back yeah, Snyderverse character. Um, it's kind of also like what the hell is this? And uh, well, and uh, again, why? Uh, but again, I, it, I for me it boiled back. So that means all of the all of the legacy Snyderverse characters are there, except for Henry Cavill. In, in this, in this, so Be, but because uh, I don't know if that's because in that, somebody's universe he, he appeared in Black Adam. So he, I, it feel, I, don't, I, don't I don't know, but it felt really, especially once they tacked on the credit scene. I was like, no. So now it's intentional or they just literally couldn't convince him to come. They had burned that bridge. Yeah. I think, I think, um, that's, and, 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 uh, and if that's uh, the case, I, um, I don't blame him, but no, no, no. that is, that, that is point, a bridge they didn't need to burn no. with Henry Cavill. Um, so, but, but uh, let's, let, so let's talk about it. Is the movie enjoyable? Mostly. Mo- yeah, there you go. Mostly. It's mostly enjoyable. I think the end that third act does kind of fall down uh, because it gets very busy and it becomes yeah. a weird CGI mess. And, um, and, and again, what's happening should have more of a, uh, I mean, and again, this is, this is a problem with not, not that it's not just, you know, this film. Um, how do you, how do you make when you, when you have, the ability to continuously go back in time. Yes. How do you make any of those timelines feel permanent? And who's to say that, that it won't get screwed up if other people can time travel too, or, you know, there's, there's a lot of nuance, I I guess that we, we've at least as far as cinema goes, I don't, I mean, what, I guess Looper didn't really feel like ah, Looper might do it better than a lot of them. I'm just trying to, you know, yeah. where there actually feels like there's, you know, and 12 monkeys did, I think did well enough as well, where it feels like you can't keep going back and changing things. Like there's a, there is an absolute limit. There's not, it's not an exact time travel is not an exact science. no, so you can, you know, it, it's almost like this archaic thing. Um, particularly I, I, in 12 Monkeys, I like, I like just the ad hoc nature of it and how they just keep screwing up and, and they, how they can't get it right. And so, therefore, it does become an increasingly dangerous thing to keep going back and trying to fix things because you're just wrecking things. Um and I, I think that they wanted to have that sense of things in this, but it didn't. It got so obsessed with, wouldn't it be cool if, that it almost becomes like an extended what if episode. Yeah. I kind of, they kind of, got, here's 200 million, go make, you know, go make the DC version of what if. Yeah. What if it was this? What if it was this? What if it was this? What if this? And slam that into a movie. Yeah, and so it, it, it's two twenty four uh, in length, but it's 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 very busy, and they, I guess there's technically a four hour cut that they cut down to this. And he said this is the best version of the Flash, and I I almost argue that this is still too long, or that it does need to be longer. I I can't yeah. decide which. Um, I know I didn't. No, I don't, I- I don't want a four-hour movie. I had 
to come to terms with the fact that there was never going to be a Batman movie. Right. right. No, it's... And, the, and, the, and so for me to, which is what I wanted. I mean, uh, you know, in, in my 1989 Batman, mm-hmm. Tim Burton's Batman came out on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my entire birthday that year was based around Batman. going to see Batman. Um, and, and the combination of it being Batman and it being Tim Burton and me being in my early teens or whatever, just everything uh, about that was perfect. Um, and, and I loved Batman Returns, and there was always this sense of what if. What if the story continued? Where could it go? And to be given, you know, part of that. Yeah, sometimes the worst thing you can do is remind people Yes. Of of you yeah. know what was good before. Because then yeah. you're, you're reminding them to compare. Or you're, you're forcing you're them spending, to compare. Yeah, you're spending somebody else's money to yeah. a certain extent. Or I don't know I don't know how to you know the what the metaphor exactly would be, but um so I had to come to terms with the fact that this movie wasn't what I would have wanted it to be. Um, and they probably shouldn't have even teased me with, right with I mean it, it, it's a no-win situation for the character Barry Allen and the flash when we'd all rather or, or most of us you know the, the people who care about Michael Keaton coming back will want a Michael Keaton film. The people who are indifferent or didn't, you know, that that's not my Batman, whatever. Right. They, 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 you know, they didn't have any expectations of care to begin with. Yep. So they may not even see the film. I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a, it's a mess that, um, I, I don't know how you, well, I know how you clean it up, but, but, at some point, I guess certain characters are secondary characters. Uh, I guess, and not, Batman should and never not be a secondary character. Well, and that's the problem. Should the Flash ever be a lead character? Not in this way. You, not, not, no, lead. not in this way. You're, you're correct. If he's with other heroes, he can't be the lead. No, it has to be no, a true be. solo movie. And so they undercut that whole thing and gave us couple of I don't know, you know, pieces of uh, two movies or yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I it's 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 enjoyable enough. Um I I I I hate to say that it, it's one it's it's one of the better DCEU movies in my oh, opinion. Absolutely. Absolutely. But but again, DC has shot themselves in the foot over and over and over again with movies that could have been really good and weren't. Um, and so, the if you say this one is one of the better ones, that's that's relative. I mean, Batman versus Superman is I will argue not as good as this, and people will hate me for that. Uh, but I don't even care. I don't think the extended version of Batman v Superman is better than this. Um, I don't, you know, I, I don't, uh, I, man of steel is clearly better than this. Um, justice league is arguably better than this. Well, um, yeah, maybe I don't know. It is arguably better than this. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, wonder woman is better than this. Uh, first three, first three fourths of wonder woman. Are than <laughs> well, definitely better than the second wonder woman. Uh, so, but yeah, so it's again, it's it's just one of those things, and you know, I, I hate to count movies like Shazam because they they're not really they're not really part of it. They were never accepted. Yeah, into it. They were the cousin Olivers, so it, it's you can't count it. So yeah, so this is one of the better DC movies, but I don't. It's it's a cul-de-sac movie. I mean, literally, it's Barry running around in circles. Man. Uh, so th- there, there you go. That is the two big movies from last week: The Flash and Elemental. Both okay, uh, but 
missing something. Um, movie that opens this week that we're going to talk about in another episode. Uh, Wes Anderson has a new movie, Asteroid City, and we will talk about how we like that one. Um, we're coming up on uh, mission, seeing Mission Impossible, which opens in a month, uh, which will be fun. Uh, there's also a Jennifer Lawrence movie opening this week called No Hard Feelings, which I saw, and I don't know if you have, but, and if, but if you did, we'll talk about that one. But I wrote my review, and you can read that one. Uh, so, yeah, so we've got stuff to talk about. It is it is coming. Uh, should be a good time. We've got a new series on Disney+. Plus, Secret Invasion. I'll be interested to talk about that one too, because I'm there's, sure there's lots of things we can we can discuss on that. Uh, so, uh, but that's it for this week. That's the Flash. That's Elemental. Don't forget to like us, follow us on social media at VS Movie Podcast. You know how that works. And until we talk to you again, I am Mark. That is Ryan. Bye, Ryan. I'll see you guys. Uh, and we will talk to you all later. Need new glasses or want a fresh new style? Warby Parker has you covered. Glasses start at just 95 bucks, including anti-reflective, scratch-resistant prescription lenses that block 100% of UV rays. Every frame's designed in-house, with a huge selection of styles for every face shape. And with Warby Parker's free home try-on program, you can order five pairs to try at home for free. Shipping is free both ways, too. Go to warbyparker.com covered to try five pairs of frames at home for free. warbyparker.com covered.